0: So, Welcome to Get Trash, episode 274 of The Keep. My name is Eric. I am known as Jason. Hello, Jason. Hello, Eric. Good morning. Eh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're doing this earlier and earlier every week. <laughs> last, last time it was around 4. Yeah, it's, no, it's no, like, no, like, like 3.30. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're the one that uh, whose uh, girlfriend know. decided to get a second job. Well, or... somebody's got to support my ass. <laughs> Well, yeah, because you don't even have a first. (laughs) (laughs) I know what's going on. I'm living the dream. Well, good for you? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not good for her. (laughs) (laughs) No. But, uh, yeah, she she took a second job that requires her to work Sunday mornings now. Mm -hmm. And so that's when you would usually hang out with her and then come over here in the evenings. So so we've switched it up now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is uh Eric and Jason in the morning. Yeah, Eric and Jason in the morning. <laughs> oh, can we get some sound effects for the switchboard? The you know like like wah 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 Yeah, you know, like flushing sounds and things like that. If uh, if I can figure out a way, maybe someday. Yeah, <laughs> we should do that just one episode. Oh yeah, Like maybe, uh, could, like the, I mean, April Fools. April well, when you warn people, and also uh, oh, yeah. last week's episode is the April Fools oh, episode. Is it- that's right. I forget we're living in the past here. Yeah. Uh, Future? I don't know. Yeah, uh, Maybe, uh, you know, we're, we're like six months away from uh, the big 300th episode. Maybe oh, we wow. can uh, figure out a That'd way to do awesome. about it. Yeah. Is that going to be our last episode? <laughs> or are we going to go for 500? I, I want to keep this going. Yeah, as long okay. as possible. 1,000. Yeah. We'll, we'll stop Why at 1,000. Yeah. That's like 20 years from now. Sure. <laughs> I mean, why should we stop? I mean, nobody's listening, so right. it's just uh, us having fun. Yeah, it's who, true. Who wants to stop having fun? <laughs> right. Nobody. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you wanted to stop having fun when you picked the keep. <laughs> <laughs> actually what i was looking for was just a nice nap <laughs> oh, oh well then there you go a little afternoon nap you're like we're gonna do this in the afternoon i'm usually sleepy in the mornings <laughs> you know uh, yeah because uh yeah sometimes at around this time or so and during the day waiting for you to show up or whatever all doze on the couch right yeah yeah like while you're like Playing video games yeah, or something. Yeah, i just, uh, get sleepy. Yeah. It's ha- it happens. <laughs> right. I know I'm, you know, on the record as anti-nap. Right. But sometimes you just can't help it. Right. Well, I mean, you know, some people are anti-things that attack them, like, you know. Like in the movie, the Jews were against the Nazis. Right. The Nazis sometimes take over. They're the sleep monster. They're the, the sleep monster. <laughs> Nazis are the sleep monster. <laughs> Oh and then yeah and then sometimes you're watching a terrible movie and you just can't help but doze off a couple times Yeah this movie's not good Yeah I am 2 for 2 You know or 0 for 2 actually I really like parts of this movie but really yeah huh. i really like parts of it explain <laughs> <laughs> well because i didn't well uh, i mean nazi imagery always gets me hard oh, okay, so, right. so there was a little bit me right <laughs> me and lemmy um no um were you on your second bottle of bourbon <laughs> well, <laughs> by that point well yeah i had to have one bottle of bourbon for me and one for the giant mole on my face <laughs> um no i i thought like it started out i mean okay okay the very first scene was like the most overly dramatic opening sequence i've ever seen in a movie right like it was pretty like overly dramatic for like just some some trucks, truck, driver, truck driver, right yep. like the music the imagery the like people lighting matches and just <laughs> everything but i liked how like kind of slow and non-american paced it seemed at the beginning i was Mm -hmm. like wow that's really different i did not expect that at all like it totally didn't feel like an american movie right um but then it just kind of yeah this is just because it's a slow boring movie right right but i mean it has nothing to do with you know european pacing or anything like that i I don't know i thought i thought the beginning had some good pacing like i mean it was slow but i thought it was like a nice build-up right but then like once things started happening yeah, I just kind of, I thought it just kind of fell apart. <sighs> uh My, pr- oh, there are so many problems with this movie. <laughs> uh, one of them is, A, this is just a technical nitpick. Why in the world, in this day and age, is something streaming on a Netflix or any other service... Not in H D and not in widescreen. Yeah, yeah, it was not in widescreen. And the in the very first scene, like the opening scene, it looks like everything is super squished. Yep. You know? Yeah. Yeah that, yeah. that was weird. Like, it totally didn't bother me, like, after after the first few minutes, I swear I just forgot. I didn't even notice that it wasn't widescreen for like the rest of the movie. I could not notice yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I'm so used to watching VHS tapes oh, on, on my digital TV. <laughs> <laughs> with my RF modulator. <laughs> but, yeah, that is weird, though, that they wouldn't have a... I mean, maybe it's one of those movies that like it's pretty much... No one really is like, yeah, let's just skip fixing that one up yeah i mean i know that uh this movie had some some troubles uh, when it uh, was first released oh? uh it was cut down to 90 minutes from a three-hour cut originally so we watched the original cut <laughs> sadly no it totally seemed way more than an hour and a half holy shit did it yeah <laughs> yeah it really did yeah wow hour and a half really hour and a half yep I was wondering why it was still light out at ten o'clock at night, <laughs> but I guess it's not ten; it's like three thirty. Yeah, I watched uh, the Wolf of Wall Street like last week, and that is a three-hour movie, and that felt like it took me all night. And but that was actually like an enjoyable movie, right? <laughs> That's three hours, wow! Yeah, yeah. It, it'll it'll take you a while to get through it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, but man, this one, yeah, this trumps it and it is half the length right that's crazy (laughs) Uh, for those of you that don't know aren't familiar with the movie it's basically a what if story what if uh world war ii happened in the 80s (laughs) (laughs) it is the most 80s world war ii movie in the world (laughs) it really is yeah Yeah. uh soundtrack by tangerine dream yeah which apparently that is I guess the reason why this movie is kind of a cult favorite. Because yeah. because of the soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. Which I guess uh has not been available for a while. Like oh. there's there's like a problem with the rights to the music in the movie. Huh. And I guess like Amazon has it streaming but it doesn't oh. have the Tangerine Dream soundtrack. Really? Yeah. Didn't that happen with Legend too? Didn't they do like there's two versions of Legend, one that has Tangerine Dream one that doesn't. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Huh. Uh, I know that Tangerine Dream released the soundtrack in 1997. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Too little too late. Yeah. And then, uh, I guess Netflix does have the original soundtrack though, so. I, you know, I will go on record here saying I like Tangerine Dream soundtracks in 80s movies, mm-hmm. but it does not work in this one. No. Like, like it, yeah. it actually is. It like detrimental. Yeah, it ruins some of the scenes. Yeah, I like, it. and it's so loud in some of the scenes where people are like kind of whispering right. that it like Drowns out. Yeah, of it, you know? yeah. Uh, also, this is you know clearly not put together from a, a good cut of the movie. Right. Like, because uh, even when there is no music, the audio drops or right. just blasts for no reason. And if there's a three hour version, that would explain why there's like more than one occasion where there is like a like. Basically, like a blink of a scene, like someone like walking out of a right. doorway or something, and and like, I'm guessing now that a lot of those things were just trimmed down dramatically, right? Because uh, yeah, that happened in the movie, and I was like, ooh, what was that? It was like, right. It was like a flash of something, or things like are brought up that, uh, like, you get the feeling like we're supposed to have known, right? Like what was, was happening? Like it was foreshadowed earlier, but cut out, right? Yeah, yeah or characters just kind of come out of nowhere, right? Like <laughs> like all of a sudden we're introduced to a brand new character that uh we had never seen before. Right. Yeah. And and nonchalantly. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> uh which uh you know, I mean, that's that's another big part of the problem I had with the movie is that uh there's no character to attach to. Right like like we're introduced like the very first person we're introduced to is uh, played by uh Jurgen Prochnow uh who I I like well I mean uh, uh, a lot of actors in this movie that yeah, are great yeah yeah really <laughs> really uh we got uh Jurgen Prochnow uh Gabriel Byrne Ian McKellen uh 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 bu- 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 Zach Galifianakis is the priest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that guy is is a, that guy. Yeah, yeah, he looks familiar. Yeah, you would probably recognize him uh, more with uh, without his beard. With well, I think he has a beard and Does things, he? But but he has like white white hair. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. that's brown, dark brown in this one. Yeah, uh, it felt like there was a couple of other. Oh, Scott Glenn. There's his, his there's Scott Glenn? He was the the Greek guy the motorcycle oh, okay. right yeah the indie rock spock guy <laughs> 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 he had like indie rock hair and spock blood yeah yeah spoiler <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay and he was also cold and emotionless <laughs> right <laughs> right. <laughs> we haven't really said what this movie is about it might be confusing people because we're just saying how shitty it was right yeah. <laughs> uh oh well, yeah world war ii uh yeah, it takes place in World War 2. It is about um this castle or something in uh uh Romania that is uh being taken over by uh, the Nazis. Um two bumbling uh guards uh, decide to just uh they they just, there's 108 crosses throughout the, the, the castle that right. uh, are made out of nickel, they say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they find one that is actually made out of silver, so they decide they're going to steal it. Right. And in doing so, unwittingly release a demon that is being held prisoner inside. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of At first, kind of looks like uh, Eddie from Iron Maiden before you, like, well at first he just looks like a cloud. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he looks like yeah. yeah. A cloud. But then yeah, he does uh, gain some uh some physicality and then yeah, he uh, looks like a like uh, Eddie from uh uh somewhere in time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, kind of. <laughs> right. And then later he kind of looks more like a Guar villain. Like kind of. Yeah, when he's like like, super like a weird mix of like dark side Right. And, right. Yeah, like uh like, like the cheapest, tiny. shittiest Guardian. Right. <laughs> like tiny. The guy that was tiny and Falcon. Yeah. yeah. Uh like <laughs> giant giant kinda like paper mache looking guy. Yeah. Uh yeah, so yeah, there's a monster in this movie and it looks awful. Yeah. It does. It, it does. does. <laughs> you know, actually surprisingly enough, I think the coolest version of it was when he was just a cloud. because. Like, <laughs> <laughs> at least it was interesting so again. you were a huge fan of Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer yeah Server. that's why I get that tattoo of a cloud on my thigh <laughs> 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 yeah we've often talked about your Galactus tattoo <laughs> right but we've never specified that it, it's it is just a cloud it's just a cloud right, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna apply uh, next week as a weatherman so I'm gonna show him that and be like see my nice. dedication yeah I'm partly cloudy <laughs> uh, Jamie Simpson, eat your heart out. (laughs) Um. So yeah, but basically, yeah, the Nazis—they try to just take root in this stronghold for for the night. Uh, I think they're like they're they're there. That that has become like a yeah headquarters for them. And they're warned that you know people don't stay there, but. 'Cause they have bad dreams. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I was really afraid that this was gonna be like at the end of the movie, somebody would wake up oh, and a like, dream. Whoa, let's get out of here. You yeah. Know? Well it was well, at the end of this movie somebody did wake up. It was <laughs> right. me. Right. <laughs> and you were like, let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it was directed by Michael Mann. Right. That's pretty 80s, too. Yeah, super 80s. He's still directing things. Yeah. This is not our first Michael Mann movie. Oh, it's not? We we did uh, Public Enemies was, way back. Oh, that was him. Yeah, yeah, that was him. I forgot about Which that. Which was also, sadly, not that great. <laughs> it's probably better than this one, though. Definitely better than this one. This one totally looks like 80s music videos, because there's so many scenes of people walking in slow motion through fog. Oh, yeah. Like it's, it, And then like just cheesy effects, and it just looks like music videos. And like uh the the scene where the two Nazi guards, you know, discover the the, the silver cross, you know, there's just for like thirty minutes just shots <laughs> right. of them running in slow motion from like one side of the room to the other and then back again. Right, <laughs> yeah. You know, I with, did- with like, dramatic blue backlighting and, you and know... And Dream soundtrack. In full, full effect. <laughs> right, and then, uh, you know, the wind machine so that their right. camouflage capes are flowing in the wind. It yeah. was just, like, a really shitty version of, like, Joel Schumacher's Batman yeah. it was like, or something. It was like if Stanley Kubrick and Joel Schumacher were making a movie together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Because <laughs> there's some awesome, like... Super long pans, like I really love the shot that like where uh, when the first Nazi guard gets ripped in half by the monster, yeah the other guy like hooks his head through the hole to look, and like there's this super long pan that lasts like two minutes that goes all the way down to this like the bottom of this cavern where there's these sort of like pillars or whatever, right, and the monster's energy force like emanates from the pillars and shoots towards the and like it's a really cool like Slow, slow pan out, and it looks awesome. Yeah. But that's, you know, not enough of that kind of stuff. Right, few and far between. Um, uh Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's some nice things in here, and, and I've generally enjoyed Michael Mann movies. Yeah. You know, they're, they're at is least he, always visually interesting. Now, mm-hmm. am I just mixing him up, or is he the Miami Vice guy? Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. This movie seems like. Yeah. World War 2 via Miami Vice. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah, if, if Miami Vice was set in World War 2 but it was a music video. Right, yeah. That's yeah. what this is. And uh Ian McKellen was Crockett and uh <laughs> Scott Glenn was Tubbs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And like there was a book towards the beginning of the movie that um Gabriel Byrne was looking at that oh, yeah. it was in german and it, and it said something of the ring and i thought it, i was like is that lord of the rings because that'd be weird if you know even mckellen's in that it's just right, odd right. and you informed me that lord of the rings was written in the 50s uh well it was written throughout world war Two okay but published in the 50s okay because yeah. i had like that i mean i've never been a fan so I've, i don't really know much about the history of that but i just assumed that was from like the 1600s or something you know <laughs> <laughs> like i just or i mean you yeah, know not the 1600s but i thought it was old i, th- right. I thought it was like early 19th 1900s century or yeah, something like that. yeah i had no idea it was that new yeah. so did that is uh i don't even know who, who wrote J.R. tolkien is J- he still J. R. alive J.R. Tolkien? no he is not because yeah, I mean, he could be he'd be like in his 80s or 90s right no <laughs> if he wrote that in the 40s he's probably like 20 or 30 right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. maybe he was like in his 50s uh, uh, i don't know when he was born yeah <laughs> <laughs> i didn't look it up that much <laughs> but so uh, he he wasn't around for the movies or anything uh, no definitely not because nah, that would uh, have uh, been nice right huh that would have been nice for him I to see know. that turn uh, out his family apparently hates the movies so really yeah, yeah. uh maybe they're just not fantasy fans uh, which I, <laughs> I can relate well, you know, uh, listen, we are in, uh, you know, this this territory where you think I might know everything about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I absolutely do not. <laughs> I am not a fan. I've right. never read the books. I've only seen the movies once. Right. And I've barely cared for them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've only seen the first one, and yeah, that was enough for me. Uh, You know, to to this date, still never seen any of the the newer ones, the Hobbit movies. Uh, Just, I don't give a fuck. Right. Right. Yeah. Don't give a fuck. I'd rather watch Leprechaun. Yep. Alright, J.R.O. Tolkien was born in 1892. Wow. And died in 73. Oh, wow. So he was 81 when he died. Jeez. So, yeah, Uh, so he was like... Yeah. He was like... 50s, yeah, when he wrote the books. Yeah. Huh. I guess that is kind of something you can build up to. It looks like a, a life's work kind of thing. Right, yeah. And uh, I'm sure that uh, the person who uh, you could have talked to this about that wouldn't have had to look it up on the phone <laughs> would have been your lady friend. Well, I, I, I normally this time of day I would be in her presence. <laughs> but you wouldn't have been watching in this <laughs> terrible fucking movie. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And somebody's got to buy my art supplies, so I gotta get her. I gotta get her ass to work on the weekends. I can't just sit at home in my mom's house drawing, <laughs> drawing with uh, dull pencils. <laughs> Somebody help me! I'm pretty sure you remember may have a. Uh, She's a pencil sharpener. Pencil sharpener. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's one of those nice wall-mounted ones too. Oh, it's nice. pretty cool. It Makes that awesome horrendous sound when you. Yeah. Yeah when you turn it I uh, just recently got a well not a new pencil sharpener but uh like a really really old one that uh electronic one mm, that yeah. is uh I mean it turns pencils into weapons yeah right I mean, it's pretty great <laughs> I actually was using a uh like a box cutter to sharpen a pencil the other day I felt like a real man <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know if that's a man thing or not <laughs> but whatever <laughs> well, It was definitely not for children oh <laughs> uh, well, sure okay Fair enough. If you give children box cutters, the terrorists win. <laughs> that joke has been sitting around for 12 years. Thanks, guys, for <laughs> playing along. Oh, Anyway. The keep. The keep. So at what point in the movie did you... Keep it away from me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at what point in the movie did... uh? The story stopped making sense to you because uh, it happened to me at one point. I was like, I my mind started drifting, and I was like, I don't know what's going on anymore. Right. Um, I don't know if there was any specific scene that made that happen, but uh, it was fairly early on. Still, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. Right. <laughs> was it before the the wind monster appeared? <laughs> um. Kinda, yeah. I mean, at first you don't really know what's going on, but you're kind of well, not sure. supposed to, right? Yeah. But then there's a point where you're supposed to know what's going on, yeah. And like you kind of do, but then it just manders. And like I feel like it was, it was steeped in metaphor that maybe was lost on me. Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, Uh I would say probably just before the introduction of Ian McKellen is where I just right lost all grasp of it, which is fairly early on. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I like I don't know enough about World War 2 to know you know if there was some metaphor that I was missing. Mm-hmm. Um I've just never been interested in military history. Um well, you know, I also know that this is based on a book. Oh, it is. Uh called The Keep by an author by the name of F Paul Wilson, who uh, I guess uh, was not a fan of the movie. Huh. Okay. And, and uh, eventually wrote a uh uh, a comic series uh, adapting the novel uh, drawn by uh, Matthew Smith, okay. who uh, was a former uh, Mike McNola protege. Ah, uh, I, don't, I don't think I've ever seen said comic. Yeah, probably because you never ordered it at the comic shop you worked at. <laughs> right? Well, the, it wasn't Marvel or DC, right? It was, I think, Dynamite. Well, then why, why w- bother? Right. right? Yeah. Why bother? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that does sound familiar. I think it was IDW. Yeah. That does sound familiar, actually. I probably saw it at another shop. Right, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was looking for some uh, Youngblood Quarter comics and, you know, went into some of their shop. So, yeah, so I'm guessing that uh, what with uh, apparently a three-hour cut of the movie and based on a novel, that uh, there's, like, a lot of character stuff that just didn't make it into the film, some backstory. Right. You know, just a a lot of uh, explanation (laughs) of things. (laughs) You notice they didn't really trim down the yoga sex scene, though. <laughs> they did not. It <laughs> was a weird sex scene. Yes, it was. And out of place. Yeah. And, like, just goes on and on. Oh, and, yeah. And, and, and it ends up with some sort of weird yoga moves. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah. Uh, if I ever get to have sex again, I'm, uh... You gonna try those moves? No. Oh. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, you don't want to sprain your ankle, right?
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can do that just fine without having sex. Right, right. Oh. Uh, see, earlier today. Yeah. There was, a, there was an incident. There was. You seem like you're okay, though. Uh, I'm in pain. Right, yeah. <laughs> but it was just my foot. Right. I'm sitting. Some foot pain. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this, this, uh, doing this podcast doesn't require a ton of physical <laughs> exertion. No. Or mental exertion. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of emotional exertion. Though. Yeah, yeah. My I spiritual? Uh, no. 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 Okay. I'm dead inside. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's what made you lose your balance. Yeah, it's yeah. possible. <laughs> 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 not a great movie and i'd never heard of it yeah there, i'm like i was surprised i'd never heard of it but now i i kind of know get why it, right. yeah. yeah uh I, I would say the only reason i ever heard of it was because i'd heard of the comic adaptation Right. and found out that it was based on a book that uh, was made into this movie that the author hated <laughs> <laughs> but you've never read the comics right mm-hmm. <clears throat> i'd be curious to see what because, like, like I said, I thought some of the elements were intriguing early right. on. Like, early on, some of the visuals and just, you know, just some of the, yeah. I don't know. I would check out the comic. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, I'd do, like, uh, Matt Smith's art. I can't yeah. think of who that is. Uh, he said he's a Magnolia protégé, but... Yeah, he drew some of the, like, real early BPRD stuff. Yeah, okay. Uh, like, like before it became, like, its own series. Yeah, okay. Uh, like, like, he and Ryan Sook were kind of, like, you know... Like, mm. like the two guys that Magnolia would call upon, you know, okay. back in the early days of Hellboy. I have to look, have to look that up. There, yeah. take a peek at it. He, uh he does some other stuff here and there. Uh, Ironic. Uh, I don't know about it uh, Funnily enough, yeah, uh, he uh, he also drew some uh, Doctor Who comics featuring the Eleventh Doctor, played by Matt Smith. Ah, uh, wow, uh, that's yeah, weird. Uh, <laughs> he played himself. Yeah. Did you ever shop at the comic shop The Keep? Do you remember that place? No. It was uh it was out right in front of Toys R Us by the Dayton Mall. Um it was a tiny little shop, but it was it was like I think where like Waffle House is now or something. Like oh, right, wow, right around, yeah, there. No, never even heard of it. It, it was like a spin off of uh Troll and Unicorn. What? Do you remember Troll and Unicorn? No. That was in Huber Heights, <laughs> which was like the worst name for a comic shop. The, uh-huh. the Troll and Unicorn. Yeah, because yeah, it was. I don't think they really had much gaming, if they had any. Like right. it was just comics, and I was like the Troll and Unicorn. Maybe that was like the pet names of the two guys that worked there. <laughs> There's something. <laughs> Their bedroom names. I don't know. But yeah, the keep. Yeah, it was. It was not there a long time. All right. But it was around the early '90s, I'd say, when like. You know, shops were popping up everywhere. Right. Yeah. I no, never heard of it. Yeah. Uh, Weird. Yeah. <laughs> Troll and Unicorn was actually pretty cool. It was uh, on uh, Brandt Pike, I think. It was where, like, the Goodwill is now, Brandt Pike and, okay. and Huber. It was kind of a big shop. Like, they had nice stuff. I went to, uh, I used to, to shop at uh, Dragon's Lair 2. Ooh. Where was that on? In, uh, in uh, Huber Heights. Was that Huber? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think it was off Brant Pike. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's because uh, the shop that I uh, was going to, the Final Frontier, uh, was bought out by Dragon's Lair, and uh, the, the guy oh, who owned yeah. Final Frontier, uh, he you know, took over the uh, managing uh, Dragon's Lair Dragons 2. Too. Yeah. The guy that... Oh, yeah, no, I was just going to say, I, when, when he, he wound up, moving back to New York or whatever. Yeah, I stopped going there because that is a trek just to get comics. Right? <laughs> yeah. 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 It kind of is Well, unfortunately the guy that owned Troll and Unicorn after he closed both of those shops and he moved to Kentucky and he opened a business called Troll and Toad and it became the the world's largest dealer in Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Like they have Like at any time of the day. So it was Unicorn who was uh keeping the (laughs) comments. Unicorn was cool. Yeah. (laughs) That guy was bitching. Unicorn's (laughs) bitchin'. So yeah. Yeah, they're like the kind of place that if you want twenty black lotuses you could buy them from them any day. Like they're like fucking crazy huge magic dealers. (sighs) It's too bad. (laughs) Anyway speaking of things that are almost as bad as magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not, like, maybe as a curiosity, maybe. Yeah. Like, if you want to see, if you know, if you like Tangerine Dream and you know, Ian Kellen and right. Nazis, Gabriel Byrne's pretty awesome in this movie. Yeah. He's, he's, like, a Nazi leader guy. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. His hair is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he does have pretty great hair in this. Uh, You know, yeah, and uh Jürgen Proshnow is is pretty good, but... Like, ultimately, his character could be completely cut out of this movie, and it didn't matter. Right. Yeah. Well, I think it was kind of a maybe a red herring, because at the beginning of the movie, you think maybe he's the bad guy? Maybe, like, like, yeah. Like, like I, when he first appeared, like I was like, oh, this guy is no good. Right, yeah. He ends up being pretty nice. Yeah. And then also completely irrelevant. Right, right. Completely irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I don't think there's any real reason that he had to be in the movie. No. Yeah. You know? And and I don't recognize that guy either. He was cool, but I don't... don't Uh, Did you ever see uh, In the Mouth of Madness? No. John Carpenter, Mm -mm. H.P. Love Carpenter. I believe he was in Das Boot. Ah. Uh, um, He's just a German actor. He's been in a ton of things. A journeyman kind of actor. Kind of, yeah. As uh, he's, uh, he's, uh, as he's gotten older, his face has gotten uh, a lot more interesting looking. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. cool. Uh, uh, I look forward to that with myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ian McKellen is in this movie playing like a ninety-year-old dude, even though he was like forty when the movie right. was made. Right. <laughs> yeah, he was great. Yeah, he was great in this. Um. Dan just nonsensical dull yeah pretty expressionistic yeah uh yeah like like music video sums up quite a bit of this movie yeah it totally looks like a music video yeah um yeah i've been wanting to see this movie for a while and it came on netflix like a couple months ago and i was like yeah i'm gonna pick that for the show uh, sorry yeah no (laughs) no i am over two (laughs) in my picks it's 30 years old that's true you know yeah there's not too many movies that are thirty years old that hold up. Oh sure there are. Like the one we saw Friday night? Yeah. We can talk about that after the break. Yeah, let's do that. Alright. <laughs> welcome back hey yeah what's going on <clears throat> not much yeah we were going to talk about a film yeah we were a good one a great one one <laughs> might say i would say yeah, yeah. i would say great yeah classic at least 30 mm-hmm. year old movie that uh, holds up entirely <laughs> called the goonies yeah the goonies we went and saw that shit in the theater yeah we did Back in, like, 1985 or <laughs> right. whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, I never saw it in the theater. Oh, I, I did it in Kentucky. Uh, Corbin, Kentucky. <clears throat> home of the very first Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Is that why you went? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But, yeah, we went to the Fritz the Night Owls uh, showing of the Goonies on Friday night. Yeah, we did um yeah it was fun it was super cool yeah i uh i don't think i'd seen the goonies in maybe 20 years wow that's 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 a lot of years yeah it is a lot of years huh? Uh, but you know like uh wow yeah totally totally holds up man. yeah so yeah. it was good enough for me it was it good enough for you uh yeah 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 <laughs> moving on <laughs> yeah it was super cool i like um i mean i had seen it in the last couple of years but seeing it on the theater screen again was right. just awesome yeah and we're there with like 10 people 60% noticed, of right? our friends yeah <laughs> exactly Joe G didn't show up. Uh neither did my lady friend. Neither did your lady. But my 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 male friend Doogie showed up. That's true. So that, yeah. was, that was good enough. Yeah, for me. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> I didn't even mean to do it that time. Sometimes they subconsciously come out. Like when I sleep, I notice like like sometimes I wake up and there's puns in my underwear. <laughs> I'm like, mom. I need changing. (laughs) No, I don't yell. I ring the bell. (laughs) She knows to come, come running when the bell rings. (laughs) Uh, You want more circus peanuts? That's what she says, and then she changes mind her pants. I rule. But yeah, The Goonies, right? Hey! Good movie. Very good movie. Uh, a lot funnier than I remember it being. Like, like, just, you know, in general. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> you know, not, not as, you know, like, oh, look what they're, uh, you know, how yeah. old theirs is, Yeah, yeah. There's a couple, like, cheesy, kind of, yeah, like comedy talk- scenes, but for the most part, yeah, it's, it's right. still just excellent. And, I mean, you know, I would say, you know, uh, well, for one thing, I don't think this movie could be made today at all because of, like, cell phones and whatever. Right, yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah. But, uh you know, uh, I would say that outside of, like, a couple of fashion things and, you know, like, a couple of weird product placements. Right. Uh, like, the movie. is not, It's not too dated. It's not dated, yeah. yeah. It's dated. <laughs> nice! Nice! <laughs> <laughs> that joke was good enough for me. The the one thing that like I didn't notice you know when I was a kid about The Goonies and it's bothered me maybe the last 10 times I've watched it and this is a stupid stupid nitpicky <laughs> thing but it does bother me like when I um when Mouth translates the map which mm-hmm. is written in Spanish um he translates it to English and it rhymes uh-huh. like uh-huh. all all yeah. the all the lines rhyme in English yeah. even though it's written in Spanish and I was sure. like either that was like a really really good like translator wrote this map you know where it rhymes in both english and spanish <laughs> or that's just something they should have left out of there <laughs> well I, I would guess then that it probably does not rhyme in spanish oh right yeah yeah, yeah. maybe he was a an english rhymer <laughs> and they hired him to right. translate it into spanish <clears throat> you know like uh i've uh huma i'm a kind of a fan of a, of a little little rap outfits called cypress hill oh yeah and uh they occasionally will release uh an album of of their songs like translated into spanish and uh it's not very rhymey right right uh, like like it still has flow and it still sounds good because mm. i mean they're they're, they're, they're good, good, at good at their at jobs, their jobs right. right yeah but yeah they're, they're the rhyme scheme yeah. falters right <laughs> They should have hired Be Real to uh, be in the the Goonies uh, production team. <laughs> I was hoping it just, they should have hired Be Real to just be in the Goonies, <laughs> right? Yeah. At the very end, he get like, "Holy Mary, Mother of God." <laughs> that was a terrible impression. And then, like, at the and then, like, he says that the other guy goes, "Holy Mary." <laughs> <laughs> Man, I should not talk anymore. (laughs) Every time I say something, I'm like, why did I say that? (laughs) I mean, I know it's only me and you that are listening, but still. I'm embarrassed in front of you. I'm I'm laughing. Okay. It, it was cool though, they, I had only seen these one other time because I, I used to have the Goonies DVD, but they, they showed, before the movie, they showed all the, like, cut scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, like, including the octopus that you, you always hear about right. at the end of the movie where they're like, the octopus is really scary. And you're like, what octopus? Okay. Yeah, but yeah like, like that, I mean, the octopus scene was awful. It was kind of, oh, yeah, yeah. it was like an Ed Wood octopus. <laughs> yeah. But, but it was neat to see that stuff again. Yeah. I, I don't think I'd ever seen that before. Yeah. Uh, I've seen it once, yeah. But, and speaking of the Goonie DVD, if you're a fan of DVD commentaries, which I know you aren't, but I am. For sure. Um, skip that one, because they put like every Goonie and the director in the same room, uh-huh. and they're all like talking over each other uh, while they're yeah. trying to talk to it. Like there's no, I think maybe like two or three times there's a completed thought and uh on the commentary before it just like runs off course and somebody interrupts the other one and it's just oh, okay. it's just like being at a party and trying to listen to one conversation or something. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, uh you know, yeah, that's why I'm not a huge fan of uh being with around a bunch of people. <laughs> right. uh yeah, two three people. Uh, that that yeah. you can have a conversation, right? With, with that. Uh, yeah, sometimes it's fun to people watch, but sure. Um Yeah, yeah. I did not like that commentary, which is super disappointing because, like, oh, I can't wait to learn all kinds of interesting tidbits. Like, if it would have just been, like, Richard Donner and Josh Brolin or something, you know, or whatever. Or at least, like, multiple commentaries. Yeah, Like, like split it up, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I would listen to all of those. Right. So I think uh, Donnie Darko did something similar where it was, like, one commentary was uh, uh, Richard Kelly and Jake Gyllenhaal. And then like there was a second commentary with like, you know, Richard Kelly and then like, you know, like you oh, know, yeah. a couple of the other cast members and not awesome chill and all, you know. Fight Club has like three awesome commentaries on right. there. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's cool. We had fun though. Had yeah, fun. it was pretty great. Yeah. Uh exhausting. But, yeah. But uh it lasted <laughs> pretty late. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, I don't think uh it was like it was almost 1 when we left, I think. Yeah, I'd say around 1-ish. Yeah, because yeah. it's like a half hour away from where we live, so, you know. Right. It's a, it's a trek home. Yeah. And, yeah. We're getting old. Yeah, we don't, yeah we, to, are. we don't need to be up past midnight. I mean, by the, like, by the time I got home, it was uh, like 2:30, and I was like, I have been awake for 21 hours. <laughs> right. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't even awake nearly that long, but. Right. But I was still. <laughs> I was still pretty uh, wiped out. <laughs> but I had a good time. Yeah. I, I was drunk, too. So that, <laughs> that helps. Really helps. helps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you drink before you got there? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, before you got... Like, before we were all hanging out? Or just... Or just, like, when we were hanging out? Because we just had a few beers that... Uh, I drank about a, uh, a third of a bottle of whiskey before okay. you picked me up. I was going to say, because... I wouldn't have thought, because me and you basically split a pitcher of beer. Yeah. I didn't drink more of it than you did, but... Yeah. 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 Uh, but, you know, pizza soaked up some of that. Right, and, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then, oh, Marion's Pizza is so good. It was really good. Uh, it was just especially good that day. Yeah, it was really uh, good. I don't know what it was, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the, the fortunes were smiling upon us. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, it was uh you, me, Matt Brassfield, of course, Steve uh, uh Juliet From Holt. Uh, Juliet From Holt. Garrison and Garrison his, his, his troop. His... He had like three people with him. Troop is good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no Joji. No Joji. No Kathleen Coyle. No Kathleen Coyle. I can almost understand a Kathleen Coyle. Mm-hmm. I don't understand a <laughs> Goonies never say die, Joji. <laughs> Goonies never... Their pussies never hurt. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was a yeah. good time. Uh, so the next one is uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I am... I have zero idea what I'm going to do about that. Uh, like, whether I'm going to go or not. I don't know. Like, today, if it was happening tonight, I'd be like, no. Right. But maybe... I don't know. It could be fun. I think I want to go to these things. Yeah? Yeah, because I do like just... Hanging out with my pals, right, and in, in a comfy, comfy chair, watching a movie. <laughs> yeah, I had to get up. I, I, I think honestly, I do think that's the first time in 36 years of living that I've had to get up and change seats at a theater because it was so uncomfortable. Like I felt like I was being raped by a spring in the chair (laughs) and I like tried sitting on my jacket for a while and like it helped for a while, but then my jacket started, you know, slowly decompressing the air and and I I was like, ah, I just can't sit here anymore. Yeah. You were, you were sitting directly in front of me. Uh, and I just—I don't know. I guess I thought it was me or something. Like, like I was <laughs> right. doing something to you that you're just like fuck this, and just got up and uh, moved uh, away. Because <laughs> I—I—I I was uh, sticking my head like uh, right between you and Jeremy, like as close as I possibly could, just to just to fuck with it. Yeah. Uh, no, that didn't bother me at all. No, that didn't bother me. No, it was just my butt hurting. Yeah. They're not great chairs at yeah. that theater. Yeah, I mean it's cool that it's a unrenovated classic theater, but right. but then again, they've never renovated anything about it. So right, yeah, it's pretty uncomfortable they chair. They should maybe renovate the seats. Yeah. 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 At least get new seats. Right. <laughs> Like, I'm not looking for, like, the big comfy recliner seats. Right. But just something where it's padding. F- yeah. It doesn't feel like when you sit down in it, like, uh, you're going to, uh, snap it off of the hinge <laughs> right. and, uh, just. Yeah. I thought it. I was getting bed sores. Right. And, yeah. Know, Cause they're just, it's just, yeah. Like, I'm a fidgety guy anyway. And so, you know, like, I'm, like, every time I go to see a movie, it doesn't matter where, like, I'm already, I'm always adjusting myself. Oh, me too. Yeah. 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 But uh the, those are the worst. Yeah, I and the, like it always baffles me when people aren't fidgety at movie theaters because right. like Doogie, I've went to many movies with him over the years, and like he was sitting right next to me at the Goonies, and he like at the beginning of the film, he'll like get into position and lock in place for two hours. Like he does not move. Right. And I just like I don't understand how people can do that. Right. Like there's no adjusting or like like I don't know. Like I yeah I get super uncomfortable sitting in a movie theater chair for. Half an hour at a time. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, the night on next, yeah, next month's Turtles and, yeah. I think The Lost Boys after that. Yeah. yeah. And Friday the 13th and, yeah. They Which again. Oh, <laughs> <sighs> the trailer to the first Friday the 13th film fucking awful it's so bad it gets worse every time and i love at the end of the trailer too after that excursion and experience they're like you might only see it once but that's enough right and you're like actually (laughs) you know i mean you're right to say like no one will want to see it twice right but you know after seeing that trailer but i don't think anybody'd want to see it once after seeing that trailer Uh, i don't know how that movie ever was popular it's crazy i mean oh i mean
1: when you see the movie i'm sure
0: but, I mean, like, but how, how wha- did that happen? Exactly. Because right. the trailer turned you off. Yep. Um, they had a new, a couple new trailers, like a... Yeah, they did. Uh, a yeah. Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. And mm. something else. I feel like there was a second one. Yeah, I think there were two new ones added. But I cannot remember I the other one. Was... was Like, I was trying to picture, like, the actors that were in the trailers, and I'm seeing John Candy's face. Or was he in Little Shop? He was, he was not, in Little Shop. Oh, was he in Little yeah. Shop? Okay. Well, that's what it was, then. <laughs> yeah I don't know, but yeah they're they're doing some good movies alien yeah of course. I, i've heard of that one yeah. Uh, yeah yeah and which has an awesome trailer right. the trailer's great um yeah, Fritz and the Isle they're doing it in columbus and uh dayton Yep. ish inglewood Yes. yeah so, uh the the uh, person that I brought along I've been bringing a new person with me, apparently every time that uh, uh, yeah. I go to one of these things. <laughs> right. Uh but last time uh, it was me, right? Last time it was you. Yeah. Uh but the person I brought along this time, uh she told me that she had never seen Alien. Wow, wow, really? Yeah. yeah. And but then I couldn't really say anything because I'd only seen it myself, like whenever we reviewed it like yeah. two years ago something like that. So I wonder if that would be like a good or a bad first time to see it because with uh the the inter- I don't know, stuff. I went to see the Raiders of the Lost Ark. I would never seen that before. Yeah. So Yeah. 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 Yeah, enjoyed that movie, right? Yeah, because like they don't, they don't interrupt the movie, like overlap anything. Right. It's like commercial breaks. Right. Um, where they do funny stuff and and you know what, kind of like that because gives you a chance to pee. Exactly. Yeah. I I I have to pee quite a bit. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And and this time I definitely did not give a shit about missing out on a Domino's commercial or a Max Headroom commercial. Yeah. There are some kind of lame ones. Yeah, uh, I guess uh, I was talking to Matt Brassfield yesterday. He said that uh, they just didn't have a lot of Goonies related stuff. Right, yeah. I, which surprised me. I could have sworn there would have been like, I mean, because you know, like they they were, the Goonies were even in the Cindy Lauper video. Right. I could yeah. have sworn they would have done like a Pepsi commercial. Right. I thought it was funny that there was Coke commercials because all through the movie there's Pepsi. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Um, but they showed Max Headroom Coke commercials. Um, the first of which was kind of cool to see. But you know what totally okay seeing multiple max headroom commercials right. yeah totally okay i mean it's better than uh you know watching like i don't know visa credit card commercials with sure. sam jackson on it right but, right but still i'd rather see one max headroom commercial i love max headroom <laughs> can't help it yeah 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 so uh so yeah so because of uh well no uh uh because of something else we we didn't do drawing night last yeah night. we didn't we had a daytime We cool. see we're doing everything in the daytime now i don't like this we're getting old i don't like this we're gonna meet at the park and play checkers pretty <laughs> soon <laughs> <laughs> I'm, i mean i'm retired why don't, why don't you retire <laughs> we can wear fedoras no, oh yeah <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you did something yesterday. I went to a party. Yeah, you did. It's not something I usually do. New. No. I'm not a partier. No, you're not. No, but uh, which is why we're friends. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is this is my idea of a party. Me and you drinking water and Pepsi, <laughs> or or you're drinking water too. Okay. We're drinking water <laughs> on a Sunday afternoon party. <laughs> No, uh, Telephone Magazine, who publishes my comic strip Revolve. Yeah. Um, they had their one year anniversary party last night, really? which is not a year of me working there, but I still went to the party anyway. Thanks. Like I've been there like nine months, I think. Uh, um, but yeah, it was super fun. They had, uh, some bands playing and some like games and prizes and a taco truck and a bar. And I saw some cool people, including um, our listener, Jeremy Anderson and his yeah. wife, Jess. They were there. Um, but something crazy happened. Oh. Something crazy. Oh. Um. Well, like they, they they had like the do- the entrance door, um, where you pay to get in. Um, opens up into like a small room, you know, maybe like two or three times this size. That had some tables in it, and they said any of the artists that want to put stuff there to try to sell, um, they could do so. And so only me and one of other artists actually. There was some photography hanging up too, but I don't know if it was for sale. It might have just been for display. But me and Adam Eckley, which you probably remember Adam Eckley, Pat's buddy, Um, we we had a table where he was selling prints, and I brought my comics and a few prints, and I sold more stuff last night than I've ever sold in a two-day weekend at Space. Wow! I made like eighty bucks last night. Wow! Selling stuff. Why did I buy my lunch today? Because <laughs> I, I, I've made 80 bucks for the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> that was nuts. That's pretty nuts, yeah. I sold out of prints. Like, I only brought five prints because I figured, like, maybe I'd sell one or two. Right. I sold out of those, and I sold, like, multiple copies of all the books I brought. Wow. It was nuts. Wow. And, like, I figured out why. I was like... This would probably happen every year at space if they had a bar in the middle of the convention floor, because everybody was like drinking right. at the sh- at the party last night. So I think that just loosened up their pocketbooks a little right, bit. Right. But uh, yeah, uh it was awesome. I mean, I've been drunk at space before, but uh, I've never <laughs> right. bought. Anything. Let's get you spending money on alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is a fine line. Like, a couple people came by and they're like, "Oh, I wish I had more money. I spent all my money on beer." Right. That did actually happen last night, but. Um, but yeah, no, it was cool. Awesome. Like, like I was surprised that there's a market in Dayton for, uh, you know, I mean, people actually want to buy artwork in right, Dayton, right. you know, it was, it was neat. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I'm excited. Cool. 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 I raised my commission prices yesterday. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, $25 now instead of 10. Yeah. 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 That seems fair. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Probably nothing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, your work is definitely worth twenty five dollars. That's impressive stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah. We, you know, we've done some some higher end commissions, like more detailed pieces. Yeah. But, yeah. um but yeah, like for small things, we were, we were trying to charge like ten or right. twenty bucks. Because who the fuck are we? Yeah, we're n- we're nobody, and, right. and like, and we don't. We usually just do like sketches and right. You know, like I don't do backgrounds and. Portraits and things like that, right, but right. but yeah, we'll we'll do whatever for some money. Yeah, yeah, we will. we <laughs> are whores. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> well, that's cool though. I'm yeah. Proud of you. Yeah, thank you. I was excited, and Adam Adam sold even more than me. He sold, I think he broke a hundred nice. because he had a he had like a dozen prints. Yeah, like all it was mostly stuff that he had done for the magazine for articles. And he'd made prints of them, like Maybe. nice, nice, like digital prints on linen paper. It was pretty, pretty nice. So yeah, good, good times. Yeah. So. And Mister Jeremy Anderson bought me. I think he bought me two beers actually. Ooh. So he was, he was, he was keep, kept man. He was giving me in good <laughs> spirits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How'd your uh, lady enjoy the uh, the events? She did. Yeah. yeah. She had a good time. She actually bought a hip hop CD because one of the one of the bands was a hip hop band. She really liked them. They're from Springfield, hmm. and um, I think it, actually, I think the CD was like a sampler of Springfield hip hop acts. Ooh. And she was like, "I had no idea that such a hip hop scene." There's a scene in There's Springfield hip hop scene, yeah. Because when I think of Springfield, I think of white trash and uh, antiques. Well, that is the hip hop culture. <laughs> I should know. <laughs> <laughs> Because when you think hip hop, you think Jason Young. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was a good times. Telephone mm. Magazine, one year old. Nice. Uh, if anybody wants to actually look at Telephone Magazine, I don't know if I've set their website on here before. It's telephoneweekly.com. And uh, every issue has a comic strip by mm. yours truly. And some other cool stuff too. I mean, not as cool as my comic strip, right. but yeah. You know. Yeah, I don't approve <laughs> of any of it. So, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, but hey, it's neat. Yeah, it's good times. Cool, 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 cool. Hmm. Yeah. Is it? Is it the time? It's the time. We're uh, well. It's funny. We were just talking about music. Uh, me and you. I would say. I would say we're metal-oriented guys. Sure. Like if I could only listen to one genre of music like for some weird you know hypo hypo, uh situation right right um hypothetical um that's why i said booby (laughs) traps i was waiting for you to to goonie me (laughs) Uh, um no um you know i just gotta put a uh, real quick thing here uh uh you know i think I mean, I vaguely remembered, like, stuff like that from the movie. Right. You That's know? what I said, movie traps. Right, right. yeah. But, uh, the, there is a, a television show I've talked about before called Raising Hope, which stars Martha Plimpton, mm-hmm. who is in the Goonies. Yeah. And her character on that show, like, like one of the running gags of the show is that she always says, like, a... Uh, uh, like a mispronounced oh, word really? or just like a, like a almost completely made up word that kind of sounds real, but Rakes. what she means, like the actual word, like, huh. like that is a running gag on that show for like four years. Is that an homage? I don't know. It probably is. Could be. I don't know. Huh. The, the, the guy who created Raisin Hope also created My Name is Earl, and that happened occasionally on that show too. Okay. So, but still, like, it just... Might be inspired by that. Right, yeah. Right. <laughs> that, is, that is weird. i yeah, I don't think I've ever watched Raisin Hope, but I, I would. Martha Bluntman's awesome. Oh, yeah, she is. Yeah. She's good, she's good stuff. It's a really good show. Really funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, we're metal. <laughs> we're, we're metal. Like, yeah. I mean... <laughs> I mean, I would not. I would not say we're the epitome of metal. Oh, definitely. Not, um, yeah. But if you know, if, if some, people looked at us, they would not immediately you know, think metalhead. They think Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> They'd be right about that too, right? Yeah. But if I could only listen to one genre of music for the rest of my life, right. I would probably have to stick with like the hard rock slash metal, like you know anything from Def Leppard to uh, Blood Duster. Sure, yeah, like right, in that right. in that realm. Um, I'm with you. That being said. I think we should broaden our uh, horizons a little. All right, and read the hip hop family tree. Um, that was weird. Yeah, I think we experienced a shockwave from the Los Angeles earthquake. <laughs> um, sorry about that. Uh, I also apparently threw my phone across the desk too. Yeah, your his uh, keyboard just like flew off of. Uh, off the, yeah, I it elevated on top of my scanner. That's where I put it every episode. Ever, the last 3,000 episodes. Right. <laughs> and then, out of fucking nowhere. It just flew off of your scanner. Yeah. I, I said, do you think, do you think maybe God doesn't want us to, uh, to read the hip hop family tree? It's possible. <laughs> maybe the powers of mental are that powerful. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, how dare your son, your birthright. <laughs> oh man uh well then uh yeah so i don't kind of i don't i don't want to say it now out loud (laughs) (laughs) but i really do want to read the hip-hop family tree yeah the ed 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 pisker's uh um, serialized thingy yeah yeah do you have a copy i have a copy nice yeah Actually I, could, I couldn't uh i actually was uh out of town and i went to a bookstore this is when i was in kentucky of all places and uh, i went to a bookstore just to look around mm-hmm. it's not a comic book shop and they happened to have it and i just looked at it and i said i can't leave here without this even though i shouldn't be buying it right um because i've been trying to I've been. i've been really good about not buying comics and records right but uh yeah i just couldn't let that one go awesome yeah, Uh like, I read uh, a couple of the... I've read quite a few of them already, because uh, they're, you know, available online. Right, for free. <laughs> right. It, yeah, it's boingboing.com if you want to play along with us right. for next episode. Uh And uh so, yeah, I read a bunch of those, but, but yeah, I don't like to read too many things online that much. Yeah, I, Yeah, I read a few, too, but I just... Well, I Couldn't get into it. And yeah, when I, I saw mean, it. But open, it's great. Yeah, yeah. What, what, oh yeah. What I read. yeah. I couldn't get into the act of reading it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it looked awesome. So yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to, to being comfortable somewhere and reading this book. <laughs> right. As yeah. long as there's no uh, objects falling on your head. Yeah. Well, yeah. Who knows what will happen? <laughs> uh, you know, I'll just the gods of metal are not pleased. <laughs> I'll end up getting decapitated by like some sort of goat head. <laughs> right. <laughs> The shitty monster from the keep will show up and bore me (laughs) to death. Hope not. But it could happen. Fuck yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, yeah. As long as we survive, we'll see (laughs) you next time. Yep. (laughs) Okay. Good night.